it is Thanksgiving week here in America. It's a time of seeing your family, having fun, giving back. But sometimes in this giving season, we can struggle to stay grateful. Sometimes we are going through some things that make it really hard to be grateful in trying times. So how do we do that? What does that look like? And I want you to stay until the end because I'm going to give you the number one way that I stay grateful throughout these times, okay? Hey, and welcome to Likely Loser. I'm Shireen, aka Reen. I'm a Jesus freak, mama, course creator, and a speaker. Listen, do you want to belong to a community that gets you? Do you want to use your gifts for God's glory to create a kingdom business? You know, that ministry that makes an impact. Are you wishing there was a way to get clarity on what your business is going to look like? Or do you want unshakable confidence to not only move forward on the idea that you've been keeping secret, but have the kind of confidence that makes the ground shake when you walk? So girl, if you are ready to lead with confidence, authenticity, and to walk in your God-given calling, grab you a cup of cocoa, a pen, and a paper, and let's get to work. Hey, before we get to today's episode, I just want to talk to you for a quick minute. I know what it is to feel lonely. I remember searching Facebook groups and networking events to find people who get me, and I couldn't, which shouldn't be, because as the body of Christ, we should have a place where we go to talk with like-minded people about our ideas, our wins, our prayers, to sit in a judgment-free zone where we can commune and hold each other accountable. So I made my own. If you have ever felt like this, I want you to go right now to cupsofcoco.com slash community and you will get into our Boss Believers community. Girl, I cannot wait to support you over there. I'll see you inside. So like I said, it is Thanksgiving time here in America. You know, if you live here, this is the time where our Christmas trees start going up. The lights in the streets start going up. Everyone's getting prepared. Everyone's in that giving season, but also that rush rush season, you know, when we're trying to get, we're starting to think about the gifts we're going to get people and um, all of that type of stuff. So I wanted to talk about staying grateful in moments when it's hard, when you're going through trials and what that could look like. And I want you to stay until the end because I'm going to give you the number one way that I stay grateful throughout these times. Okay. So of course, full transparency, like I always do, I am in a season of my life right now that feels very stagnant. It feels Like I'm not exactly sure what's coming next. Although I have accomplished a lot, I have been through a lot and I am so grateful that I have made it through those times. And I am so grateful that I have accomplished a lot of things already in my life. But there is a part of me that still is struggling on where to go next. And I'm worrying about 
future things. And it's just a season that's full of unknown for me personally. And I know that that's hard. And I know that other people are going through the same thing, no matter what your situation. But this is specifically hard during the holiday season, where you might be watching everyone having a merry grand old time and families are coming together. And maybe you don't have all of your family with you this year, right? You know, or you're spending it in a different situation than you were last year. So you don't feel like celebrating. And I completely understand that. So first, I want to clear some stuff up. I want to talk about what gratitude is not. What gratitude is not. Gratitude does not mean you'll always be happy. It's That's just not realistic, right? God never promised that you're not going to go through trials. So gratitude, first of all, is not that you'll just always be filled with happiness. That doesn't exist. Gratitude also does not mean that you should not want more in life. There are some people who are going to try to make you believe that you should just be content all the time. And yes, you should be content, but that does not mean that you don't have goals and have desires and want more out of your life. That is perfectly okay. There are some people that are going to say, be grateful for what you have. And of course, sometimes that comes from a, a good place. But again, it is okay to want more for yourself. Just understand who your maker is. You should be leaning on God. Gratitude. You should not only have gratitude when you feel blessed. You should not only be grateful when you feel blessed. It's a state that you should be in regardless, right? Gratitude is not an excuse to be complacent. Like I said, when sometimes people say, just be content. Yes, you should be content, but that just not mean we sit in complacency and not want more and not do what God wants us to do, even though it might be outside of our wheelhouse, outside of our comfort zone. Gratitude does not mean you can't experience it in the midst of pain. You can still be grateful in the midst of pain. And those are some myths that I kind of wanted to get out of the way before we move any further. Okay. All right. So let's talk about some people in the Bible who were the epitome of gratitude. There's definitely Daniel, who was taken from his homeland, exiled, and had to assimilate to a different culture, right? And we know the story of Daniel, where the priests uh, conspired against him to take Daniel down because they did not want him to be promoted. So they made a decree that you couldn't pray. Of course, Daniel was not having that. <laughs> he still was obedient and did what he had to do. And he prayed three times a day. And throughout all of that, even though his life was in jeopardy, let's be honest, he could have been killed at any moment if he was found out. But he still stayed grateful and he didn't say like, why would you, God, why would you even allow this to take place, right? He still stayed grateful throughout all of that. And he thanked God, continuously prayed and thanked God every time. We don't know exactly what he said, but we can see that he was prayed up all the time and he didn't let anything waver him. 
Hannah. Hannah was barren and could not have any children. She went and cried to God and asked for a child and said, if you do give me a child, God, I will give it, give him back to you. She, I mean, she was struggling a lot and she was being made fun of by the other wives. It was a whole thing. (laughs) And when God granted and gave her a child, she could have been like, well, now I have my child, you know, I'm still going to worship you and praise you, but you know, I'm, I'm also going to do what I want. It could have been like that, but no, she still kept her word and gave her son back to God. And her son eventually did go and live with the priest, which is also, you know, a huge sacrifice as a mother to allow that to happen. So again, she stayed prayed up. She stayed grateful for everything that she was given. Might not have loved the, the circumstances, honestly, but she stayed grateful and she kept her promise. And then, of course, Paul. And I recently actually saw a picture of the prison in Rome that Paul was held. Look it up. It looks awful. <laughs> it looks awful, but it just gives you a real picture of, yeah, this actually happened. And on Paul's way to Rome, right, he was on a ship in prison, but on a ship going to, to serve his sentence, the ship was caught in a horrible storm. And of course, the crew was freaking out. And Paul, which again, I think is insane throughout his in, his journey, ever since he met Christ, his journey became, no matter what happens, I'm going to tell people about God, which is insane to me because there were some crazy things that happened to him. And he knew that he was supposed to preach the gospel, but but the circumstances in which this would happen is insane. Like he's being imprisoned with horrible conditions, but that still, he still understands the mission, understands the goal, which is crazy to me. And he stays grateful, even though every situation is a nightmare. Honestly, if we were put in that situation, I think we would crumble and fold about, I believe, 14 days of them being on that ship of them freaking out, but Paul is urging them to stay grateful and to pray. And again, he's the one who's supposed to be in prison, right? But out of all the prisoners and the guards and the people on the ship, he's the ones like, we'll be all right. God's got us, right? That is crazy faith and strength and trust. So something that I want us to see from these stories and to understand is that in none of those stories or any stories in the Bible, God does not take away the trial, right? He doesn't pick you up from what's going on and drop you somewhere else, right? If we think about, again, Daniel, he simply simply could have said, Daniel, just let's just, I'm going to ask you to run away. Like, let's just get out of here. It's not worth it. Um, I'll protect you. Let's go. That's not what happened. He was in the trial. He was still placed in the lion's den. He still went and endured the trial. The same thing as Paul. They still endured all of these things. They weren't taken out of the situation. But once they were in the situation, God said, don't worry, it's going to be all right. Or he sent an angel, 
right? He sent his comforting words. He said, chill, I got this. That proves that if you don't go through the trial, you won't be able to see God's glory. And other people won't be able to see his glory through your situation. So I think going through the trial is necessary for you to be grateful in the first place. If the bad thing doesn't happen, we wouldn't be able to see his goodness and his grace, which is why he doesn't take it away. He's just with you in it. Yeah. There's this reoccurring theme that I would like you to see, and it's just staying thankful that it's a state. It's not just when things are good. It's not just um, when I feel like it, right? It's, it's a state of being, staying thankful, staying prayed up. It's not just in the holiday season either. It's always being this way. And I was reading a devotional this morning where it said, joy is for your uncovering. It's already there, right? We have to stay in that state and not let the situation that we are in take it away from us. So we're going to take action today. Practical way that I stay grateful and thankful. While you are enjoying your week of celebration, which is fine, I would like you to get a gratitude journal. I mentioned this numerous times because of how helpful it is. But every day... I would like you to choose a time that works for you, either in the morning or the night. Um, It could be after your devotion. It could be after you put the kids down. It could be after you wind down, whatever it is. But I need you to list the things you are grateful for. And these are whatever comes to your mind. This isn't very strategic. At least I don't do it that way. And we can just do three Things. It can be small things like I am grateful that I am able-bodied. I can walk around my block. I can exercise. Um, or it can be a big thing. I am grateful that I was able to save enough money to purchase the house or to purchase the car, whatever that is for you. But do try to be as specific as you can. If you like to write down your emotions and what you're thinking along with it, you can do that and then reflect on a scripture. Okay. And just because I love you guys so much, I'm going to give you one um, free. It's a free 15 day gratitude journal that you can download And I will leave that for you in the notes to start your process. And I do want you to keep it up for at least 15 days. And it's going to be amazing. Fun fact, did you know that using a gratitude journal actually has been linked to reducing blood pressure, reducing stress, reducing aggression, improving sleep, improving self-esteem, improving overall well-being. So that's just if you needed more proof that you need to start this, (laughs) right? So I'm going to challenge you to do that for 15 days and feel the difference. It makes a difference. And then tell me how you feel, okay? All right. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week this Thanksgiving. Can't wait to talk to you again. Bye. 
this inspired you, transformed you, or blessed you in any way, please leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts or screenshot your phone and share it on Instagram and tag me at mycupsofcoco. Thank you again for listening, but I would love to talk to you personally. So come on over and connect with me in my community, cupsofcoco.com slash community. Remember, we see you, we feel you, we love you, and you belong here. Come on back and sit with us.